0: How is, uh, so how's business for you guys right now? February 3rd, 2021 already. How is business right now? How was business in 2020, which obviously is somewhat of a loaded question with respect to the fact that it was one of the most unusual years on many levels in modern history, but uh, take it from there. How are things? it's you know it's uh i've been doing turf
1: for 10 years i've been in turf for 10 years little little backstory on me i i uh i was a golf pro for many years and somehow some way i ended up in the turf industry about 10 years ago when uh a mutual friend of mine came to me and asked me if i wanted to sell putting greens and at the time you know, it was right after 08 uh recession i was in the mortgage industry i did construction but i had an extensive background in golf so with that being said i looked at him like he was crazy, and I'm like, who in the world would spend money on a putting green? And (laughs) quickly I realized after about a year or two selling with him and learning, uh, you know, just the industry as a whole, I was shocked. I was like, there's a lot of opportunity here. Fast forward, came on board with recreational group Tour Greens um, about two years ago, and we haven't looked back since. And I'll tell you what. To quickly get to that question about the pandemic in 2020, I, I have never seen the turf industry as busy as
0: I've seen it right now, and even in the past year. I think when right. the pandemic came about in you know February of last year, or even January. Um,
1: our lead traffic really spiked up. We started to get a lot of a, a lot of folks that are stuck at home they are looking to do projects. Yep. Uh, it could be anything from a bocce court to a putting green to a versa court system there was just a lot of traffic coming in and we were doing all we could to stay on top of all the lead traffic that our great marketing department creates. And, um, you know, it's exciting times. I mean, we've really grown. I think a lot of turf dealers and turf manufacturers have seen the same uptick.
0: Right. But I, I'm really looking forward to
1: the next couple of years, even this year in front of us and hoping that life can somewhat get back to normal, but we can keep putting turf in the ground.
0: So- I- Absolutely. And that's really well said. And thank you for that excellent um, answer and insight, both to yourself personally, and then what the past year has been like for you guys. And what my comment was going to be in correlation directly with that is I think that you will see an even stronger year this year. And then I also do not think once, you know, as you put it, life returns to quote unquote normal, I don't think that will dissipate because what it's done is it's created a new quote unquote normal for people. And especially those, in, let's say specifically speaking about tour greens, i.e. turf and the home putting green, et cetera. I think that people will have, and it doesn't, and that's, you know, outside of my opinion, but it's just a fact is that when people are now buying that first New home in a different area, i.e., leaving a larger metro such as New York and buying an Aspen or Vale or wherever it might be, or it's you know now upgrading their second, third, fourth home in different ways that bring every aspect of their lifestyle into their amazing home or homes, and you play right into that. And so, along with having tour greens, and then again everything else that you guys also create within their home up in the Hamptons, or wherever it might be, and then having the intrepid powerboat out at the dock, having the Gateway Bronco, et cetera. But I think, again, in my opinion, I think the 2021 and onwards, but Will, and the, the pandemic being that catalyst, and, you know, to use that cliche saying, the tipping point for you guys.
1: I think so. I think so. And I think what we're doing right now, Judd, is really looking to strategically uh, get into different markets we're, 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 we've got some really solid markets, but you know, we're always looking for new dealers. Um, you know, we, we have a lot of exposure. We're getting a lot of exposure from P- the PGA tour. We've got players that we're working with right now. Uh, the influencer side is going very, very well. And, you know, I think folks relate to that. And, you know, and I, i quickly, when I, when I came on board with tour grades, um, I've been around golf for a long time, have been, and it just, it, it, you know, everything was a fit. I worked for myself for a long time, but you know, I think it's one of the strongest names in synthetic turf in golf specific to golf. And we have such a great dealer base that really gets stuff done and knocks it out of the park with with projects, whether it be a four or 500 square foot backyard green all the way up to a, a big complex. So very excited. And, and I think, because we have the ability to cross-sell uh, with all of our other products, it's it, it really comes down to almost a one-stop shop that anybody that partners with us. It, um,
0: it does look like you guys have, in a very genius way, very innovative way, have created, as you just put it, a brilliant one-stop shop.
1: I can't tell you how many, how many calls I've had. I live in Charlotte, North Carolina even though i i manage tour greens nationally I, I live in the carolinas and you know coming from the retail side we get a lot of uh enthusiasm for folks that are wanting to transform their backyard and it's more than just turf it's it could be a small putting green it could be a versacourt system we have many customers around the carolinas now i'd say a an handful anyway and working on many more that are really good case studies on recreational group where we've gone in and We've done a VersaCourt, and then all of a sudden they want a backyard done. They want a, uh, Swiss tracks in the garage. And it just uh, it, it makes it very, very uh, path of least resistance for these guys to, or these homeowners to, to connect with us and for us to facilitate their, their whole project, whether it be through a dealer or even through us commercially or through the company itself.
0: Absolutely. And so I have a question. A few questions for you specifically in regards to case studies, as you just put it, perhaps you can elaborate on a few of those that really are exciting to you that you guys have done. done. But uh, first and foremost, specifically touching upon golf, how, it, you know, with respect to whether it's a, whether it's turf or a putting green, as you just mentioned, you name it, golf right now is also just, it's on fire more so than it has been for quite some time. Correct
1: that is correct i think the pandemic has really affected us but i'll tell you we we, we did a case study we, we did a project for brendan todd uh pga tour player very hot last year playing well this year top 50 in the world uh at his residence in athens georgia and what was interesting about that process his caddy's a really good friend of mine don Gadberry, been friends for a while uh he has he has a a very unique style about him with turf. He's very good at laying out big projects. And he was very instrumental along with one of our dealers in the Carolinas to help us pull this off. With that being said, it it was a collaborative effort. We were able to build Brendan the, what I would call the the pandemic green, which was something (laughs) that he wanted. He was stuck at home anyway. And he knew he could be stuck at home for three or four months and you know, it was just a great space to really convert. And that and green itself was really catered to, to what he wants and what he wanted to do. Um, so that's exciting. I mean, that's exciting when we, can, when we can facilitate something like that for a PGA tour player, it really gives a homeowner uh, the comfort in knowing that somebody coming in their backyard is really there to look out for their best interest and, and, and really build something that they're proud of. They're spending money, they're investing really good money in these things or any of these projects. And they deserve the
0: best right yes absolutely and so what are what are a few other case studies that really again are you know stand out in your mind over the past six months 12 months that along with that
1: well from a corporate standpoint we've done i think we've done several now that are that are catered to different industries from golf we're just kind of getting started with that um you know as far as the the influencer program with different players uh professional athletes um i would say probably from a playground standpoint we we've, we've done more case studies than anybody not trying to pivot to just the the playground side of things but because we are a manufacturer i think that really helps things out uh because of the way we're positioned in the marketplace right now you know we're able to control a lot of our costs and we're able to control a lot of the the processes that we have in place with turf. Um, you know, it's a collaboration from a golf standpoint to where, you know, if, if there's something that we don't like from a putting green turf standpoint or a French standpoint, we know we can change it. We can just create a new spec and we can come together and agree that this color is probably not going to work. This one looks better. So we're really trying to dial it in. I would say the case studies on the golf end are not as elaborate as some of our other, Uh, processes throughout the company, throughout Mm -hmm. Recreational Group. But I will tell you, coming in the next year, we've got several more players coming on board. Um, We've got several other combined case studies with not only the, the Tour Green side of things, but also some of these players and some of these homeowners,
0: commercial customers, wanting some of our other products as well. And with respect to... So as an example, with respect to, let's talk tour greens, is I just, I just purchased brand, my first, second, whatever it is, home in the Hamptons, and I've just, you know, I've learned about you guys, I get a hold of you, from start to finish, then what's the process for putting that perfect, in my mind, and then you helping it, me bring it to fruition, that perfect uh, green in my backyard?
1: Great question. What I always do is, I, I when I get a customer on the phone, we try to determine somewhat of a, a size. Uh, obviously, we'll do a site visit at some point, but you know, really trying to educate them on, um, you know, are you hitting shots into it? Are you just chipping and putting? Uh, you know, obviously, if you're hitting a 150 yard shot into a green, it's going to need to be built for that shot. Um, you know, is it more of a short game green to where we're chipping and putting and just working on speed putts? Breaks and undulations and so forth. Um, I would say, from a from a golf standpoint, though, when I take a customer from start to finish, you know, I'm going to take them samples, uh, good sized samples, let them hold them, touch them, feel them, and and really talk to them about what they like to see. Is it something that they is it a, is it a golf hole that they've seen uh, at a golf course at their favorite golf course? Is it a you know a top fifty in the world? course that they there's you know tpc number 17 obviously the water's a little bit of a challenge but you know is, is it something like uh you know 13 at augusta national augusta national or maybe you know one of the holes at augusta one of the holes at, at pine valley and it could be a number of different holes to try to simulate what they really like um once we do meet with them we go over process i mean we we can have plans the unique thing about what we have is we've got probably one of the best designers in the business, in Dalton, Brad Brackett, and he will draw up um, our plans to send to customers. It's just a part of our process and, and how we, you know, show them what we're doing and, and laying out all the specifics in a putting green that they that they want to see. Um, from that standpoint, it's really just establishing, you know, where they want to be. I mean, if somebody calls me and says, hey, look, I, I want to build a 5,000 square foot green, uh, it's my job to make sure that they understand that, you know, the commitment with that, you know, what are the details that they're looking for? So that's kind of the process we take them through and from, you know, not only from a, a front end meeting, uh, setting down with them, educating them on different turfs, different options, and then taking it through the design phase, the build phase, and then, you know, closing everything out on the back end.
0: And so, really, it's, I mean, you, truly, you are artists, and the only limit is someone's imagination, right? So someone can literally come to you with, as you just said, whether it's the, you know, X hole on Augusta or whatever it might, be, you know, their favorite hole on Sandpiper and Montecito, whatever it might be, Santa Barbara, excuse me, you guys can bring it to, you can bring it to life.
1: That is correct. You know, and our partnership with Arnold Palmer Golf Design has really, embellish that, I think, or, or really ex- extenuated that, I should say, because we've um, been able to partner with them in a lot of different projects. Um, one in particular is Lake Lorna Dune. It's an 18-hole putting course uh, in, in Orlando, Florida, and it's, it's coming out really nicely. And, you know, they've done a lot of the shaping for it. We've come in and done the turf. But uh, that partnership is valuable. I mean, Arnold Palmer is, you know, one of the really most recognized names in golf, and his design group or their design group. And, you know, I think that creates a lot of good, positive energy for us because when people see that and they see the the umbrella, they know that, hey, I I don't think Arnold Palmer's group would have partnered up with these guys if they didn't know what they were doing in the turf world. So it's been a very, very good strategic partnership.
0: Absolutely. And how did that come to fruition?
1: You know, that's uh, there was some history there. I believe Steve White, who is partner of the business, uh, you know, Steve, which we will be able to do a meeting with at a later date. He played golf at Clemson. Uh, started started the company. Got involved as a partner many many years ago, and and really grew this thing with uh, with with our ownership group. You know, Ron Bennett, and you know they just. I think what happened there. I don't have all the back backstory of the Palmer Group, but I do know that uh, they were looking to align themselves uh, with a prominent up and coming turf company and and vice versa you know a lot of times when you're working on these bigger projects you need guys that can shape just like building a real green right Uh, i mean some some of these some of these green complexes are getting very elaborate and uh it's affording us the opportunity to partner with palmer because they've got all the great shapers um they're they're very good at what they do and i mean let's face it they're going around Doing uh, renovations and, and building greens from scratch, so that those guys know a thing or two when it comes to, to shaping a, a golf
0: green. <laughs> to say the least, they know a thing or two. And so, on. Let's say from a mid-level to the most elaborate, extreme concept when it comes to. Executing a build, what's the, what's the average time frame, give or take? So again, I called you. You, know, you and I begin speaking today. I got my home in the Hamptons. We agree on, let's say it's a mid-level build. I guess that's just the way I'm phrasing it, but in your mind, you can take that for what it means. What's the approximate time frame, start to finish, to have that done, and then I can be walking out the back door and using it.
1: You know, in the turf world, a lot of times that that's that's a really good point. or a great question. I'll tell you. Um, it depends on the size of the project. If we're talking a residential green, 15 by 30, 30 by 30, 20 by 30, um, you know, something that's relatively in a you know a small putting green space, I would say probably two to three days on average. Oh, wow. If it's a green that's two and three, 4,000 square feet, it's going to take a little bit longer. Um, most residential size greens, I would say, would take seven days or less start to finish
0: wow that's fast
1: depends that you've got some circumstances that pop in there you may have weather you've got access issues i mean i'll just tell you for example in charlotte north carolina we have a lot of great turf guys in charlotte a lot of great turf installers outside of our group i mean they buy some products from us but uh typically you know you've got very closed-in areas and backyards and it gets a little tricky when you're trying to get into a backyard to install a space. So there, there's, there's got to be collaboration with the homeowner, could be a pool contractor, a high-end builder, or a builder, um, you know, to, to try to make sure that you're backing your way out of that project and you're getting all the materials in there. Some of those tight accesses are going to take a little bit longer, but on average, I'd say five to seven days.
0: That's fantastic. That's a quick turnaround. Yeah. Especially in the world of, you know, landscape, design, build. Uh, and what have you? That's uh, that's a very quick turnaround. You guys are truly pros.
1: Thank you for that. Um, I will tell you, sometimes it turns into. I, I mean, we I've done so many jobs over the ten years. We I've got drawings of a lot of former jobs. What's really good is sometimes we could reach in the database and and pull out a plan that we've done many many months ago, or we could have done last week. And it's good to be able to show customers that just to say, hey, what do you think about this plan? And just tweak an existing plan to get it the way
0: they want it. Absolutely. And that reminds me, I wanted to touch upon with respect to, as you were discussing so well, uh, case studies and whatnot, we should do some features in the upcoming issues on some, you know, do some case study features on some of those that you guys believe on your end would really be magnificent for people to be able to really sink their teeth into and engage with and truly you know, live and breathe what it is that you do so well.
1: I, I think that would be great. Uh, excited to, to go into this year uh, and get more of these case studies. I'll tell you some of the ones that I want to get focused on. And we're working on it right now. Uh, we have several part three courses across the country that have reached out to us and talking about converting a part three course into a synthetic part three. Um, now, We did one years ago. I was not with the company then, but Over Yonder Cay, which is an island in the Exumas. Mm -hmm. It's a private island. We did a nine-hole golf course. You can actually uh, YouTube Over Yonder Cay. It it shows Annika Sorenstam hitting or making a hole-in-one on one of the holes. But that was a really, really cool project from the pictures I've seen. I've never seen it personally, but uh, it made total sense. I mean, it's just it's hard to be able to do what you have to do in the I couldn't imagine building a nine-hole par three course on a private island <laughs> and having the upkeep of it. So now I'm starting to see a lot of lead traffic come in, where folks have a three-hole par three course, a six-hole par three, a nine-hole par three, and they just they have to look at the numbers and say, "Look, this is our front end cost of this. Yeah. Um, what would it take for us to convert these things to synthetic? That way, we can cut down on all the." you know, the maintenance, the daily mowing, the pin placements, whatever it may be. So that's that's one case study that I'd like to get done this year. We haven't done one yet to my knowledge. But converting executive style Part 3 courses into synthetic turf to where it makes sense and it can still react similar to what a, a normal Part 3 course is.
0: Absolutely. That is, uh, yeah, that's really intriguing and makes complete sense. And the long-term cost savings on that are, I can't even begin to imagine how significant they are. And then also, yeah, on so many different levels, that's really, really genius. And uh, I am not surprised that you say it. it um, I would lo- And we would love to do a, you know, bring a feature to life on a case study such as that.
1: That would be great. I would love that as well.
0: All right, brother, is there anything at this very moment that I did not ask you that I should have or that you would like to elaborate on that we didn't? Because this has just been a really fantastic call. I love it, and I'm really excited to see and know how these are going to develop, uh, the conversations that you and I are going to have, the conversations that we're going to have once Steve gets on the line as well.
1: Yeah, I think, um, well... More importantly, I think going into this year, I, I you know want to, to say again, I don't, I don't think we're going to see a, a slowdown in the demand on turf. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, you know, with folks not taking vacations, not spending thousands of dollars on vacations, they're a little concerned. That money is being deep, redirected literally in their backyard. And yep. I, I can't tell you how many customers I've talked to over the last year that have said, you know, we were gonna take a trip to Hawaii. It was gonna be fifteen grand. Well guess what? That fifteen grand turned into a putting green because we were gonna spend it anyway and if we're gonna be here at home, let's 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 have something we can all enjoy.
0: Oh um, absolutely, one hundred percent. Yep.
1: You know, I just think that uh it's a redirection of, of you know of monies that they were gonna spend anyway and you know even though they're not gonna uh take that trip off the schedule, they're gonna postpone it for a while but you know, hey, it gives the kids something to do. It gives the parents something to do. It uh, uh, bonds them together. And most folks are, I say most folks, a lot of folks are working from home right now, unfortunately. and maybe fortunately. But uh, there's nothing wrong with going out there, taking a conference call, and working on your short game.
0: I really don't think you could have summed it up any better and, <laughs> and, or, and wrapped this uh, amazing call up any better, my friend. <laughs> Matt, thank you so much for your time, brother.
1: Judd, thank you. We'll talk to you soon. Take
0: Take care. Take care, man. Bye.